Welcome to the Brand Led Podcast. We're your hosts, Kane Baker and Lisa Dondreo, co-founders of the branding studio, Baker Creative. We're on a mission to help you gain clarity in your brand and fulfillment in your work life. From strategy to visuals and beyond, we're arming you with bite-sized branding insights to help you build and grow a brand-led business. Hello and welcome to another episode of Brand-Led, everybody, where we share practical branding tips and insights so that you can attract high-value customers. And today, Lisa and I are going to be talking about an Australian brand that we love called Go-To Skincare. Yes. Hello, everyone. And um, we actually wrote about Go-To Skincare on our blog back in 2018. It's a while ago, I yeah. I had to look that one up. <laughs> um, and they were pretty popular back then, but four years on, they're now worth uh, $177 million and uh, stocked in stores like Mecca and Anthropology and Revolve. Yeah, huge props to them. That's that's impressive. I guess right there just shows the power of great brandy, hey? Um, <laughs> so there's lots of takeaways and things that we can learn from GoTo. And Lise, I'm going to let you kick it off. Cool. Sorry, Kane, I want to ask you something to start. <laughs> sure. Fire away. Have you shopped for skincare recently? Mm, skincare, let me think. Um, no, I don't think <laughs> I have. Usually I get some moisturizer for Chrissy or my birthday and that's pretty much me done for the year. And I'm actually running a little bit low. But... <laughs> well, your birthday's not till August. You have to wait. <laughs> Um, so our listeners may understand how fierce the competition is. Like you walk into Mecca and there's just, I don't know, hundreds and hundreds of products and brands and ingredients that all make big promises. And if anyone's been paying attention to this industry, you'll know that, you know, players like The Ordinary have deliberately complicated this this space. Okay. Sorry, just pause there for a moment. What, I mean, I'm not familiar with the brand and I'm not sure if our listeners are, but what, who are they? What does the, The Ordinary do? Yeah, so a bit of a side tangent from go-to at the moment, but The Ordinary, you know, most beauty brands sell skincare products that contain, you know, several ingredients and they usually tell you on the bottle, you know, this is designed to help brighten your skin or clear up acne or, you know, whatever the promise is. Mm, The Ordinary deliberately separated out each ingredient into almost identical little bottles. So they're just black and white. It's very basic. I think I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Very clinical looking, right? Yes, And so people are really left wondering, you know, which ingredients they actually needed and it's a little bit more hard to decipher. Okay, but I guess listing out every ingredient, is. do you think that would make it harder for people to buy? Yeah, so (laughs) their products are actually very inexpensive and what's actually happened is they've created a movement of people who've become beauty buffs. Like they have created their own routines and communities. So essentially The Ordinary gave rise to a movement of everyday skincare experts and they all kind of swap tips online and you know have their routines Mm. and things like that so and what about I guess what about the rest of the market what are they doing because there seems to be like a lot of different options skincare Mm. options yeah so I mean the more established skincare brands have always been a bit secretive about their ingredients and you know I don't know, known for making up ridiculous sciencey names so you don't really know what you're buying. Yeah, um, chemicals and that sort of thing. Well, I suppose it's just like different ingredients that they kind of like put a brand name on and, yeah. um, you know, I don't even know if they're effective or not. So there's always been a bit of secrecy around them. And then even some of the newer brands, you know, they have cool packaging and they solve a problem, um, but they don't really create a narrative beyond features and benefits uh, for the most part. And I think that's what GoTo does really well. They believe in creating worry-free skincare. You know, that's the kind of skincare that you know will work, 
um, and you kind of know what's in it, but honestly, you don't really care. You just want your routine to be simple. You want it to be clean. You want it to be effective. It's for busy people who just want good skincare that works and they want to keep it simple. So everything that GoTo does is really in alignment with this message from their social content through to their product development. And I suppose like going back to the ordinary, this is really in contrast to the ordinary's audience who need to spend time to get like putting in putting in time to kind of get their routine together and figuring out which ingredients play nicely together. Yeah. So go to take the fuss out of taking care of your skin, whereas the ordinary forces their customers to become their own skincare experts. And both brands are very successful. You know, neither is better, but they're wildly different in their messaging. Yeah, interesting. Um, what would you say GoTo's personality archetype is? Because based on what I've seen kind of from their packaging and some other things, I'm thinking that it's quite funny, but I would, I'm going to go with the innocent. Would you yeah. agree? Yeah, I think so. I think they're all about simplicity, about going back to basics and purity. They also are a little bit of the jester with their wit and their like quirky remarks and, yeah. you know, um, the dedication to building community and fostering belonging also fits quite nicely with the gesture as well. So I think they're a bit of both. Mm. Um, so I suppose that segues quite nicely into the thing that really distinguishes GoTo and I think that's their voice. Yeah, yeah, it's super quirky, fun. It can be, I guess, you could call it silly at times but never at the expense of, of clarity. So I think that's what really helps to humanise the brand, especially in, you know, the skincare industry where it can be quite cold sometimes. Yeah. You don't really see a lot of skincare brands differentiate themselves through their voice. I think, you know, some brands do, like uh, maybe Frank Body, but I think most are a bit more buttoned up and some only really show their personality on social media mm. um, or maybe on a packaging, but it doesn't really have that consistent flow on through everything. And I think GoTo do that really well. Yeah, it's 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 really well rolled out throughout the whole brand, you know, packaging, website, signage, social media, you know, the whole yeah. the whole brand 360 has that quirky, fun tone of voice, which is really cool. Yeah, I agree. Um, the thing is about their voice as well mm. is that it has to be authentic to the brand. So as the founder and the face of the brand go to his voice, I think it had to align with Zoe Foster Blake's personality in a way. You know, she wasn't witty and honest and relatable, the voice may have felt really disingenuous and, and misaligned, yeah. I think. Yeah, that's super important, actually. That's a very good point. Uh, your brand has to be aligned with who you are as a team or person because, you know, if I spoke to GoTo's customer service team uh, and they were, you know, bland, serious, very technical jargon, you know, yeah. focused, um, that would really co- make me question GoTo's authenticity, right? Yeah, so you can't whip a brand out of thin air. You know, you don't really create a brand. You uncover it and it really has to um, be authentic to who you are. Mm. So uh, as a result of the brand that Gucci have created, they've really um, built a big group of loyal advocates. You know, in our last podcast episode, we talked about developing high-value customers and I think Gucci have definitely done this. Um, An example of this is um, a little while ago, I joined your go-to gang on Facebook. Yeah, great name, very quirky, yeah, fitting with yeah. the brand voice again. Yeah, and what I really like about the group is that, you know, it's not just about how to use go-to products. You know, it's not um, so brand-centric. Um, well, I suppose it's not so product-centric, I should say. You know, people are asking for tips on hair products and makeup and asking for support with their acne problem or whatever's going on in their life. And 
you know, people are never censored by GoTo either. You know, if they say they don't like a GoTo product um, or mention competitors, everyone's just there to get advice, to swap tips, and everyone seems really helpful. That's definitely refreshing for a Facebook group from my experience, but maybe I'm a member of the wrong ones. Yeah, no, there's definitely um, always a few people having, you know, some disagreements with Facebook groups. (laughs) But this one just seems to be so positive. I don't know what is going on in there. But, um, you know, I've seen on several occasions go to surprising their most helpful fans with little gifts as well. Um, and I've also seen Have many... you go on before? <laughs> no, obviously not. Are you a lurker? <laughs> yeah, I'm a bit, I'm more <laughs> of a lurker. Um, I've also seen, you know, many members sharing and gifting products to other members, you know, if they're going through a tough time, things like that. So, um, it just, I've never seen that before in a Facebook group, the amount of support and community, um, that GoTo have really fostered. And, you know, I think they've really created, you know, really like-minded supportive community and they're these people in this group are always the first to buy the latest products. Um, they get excited about upcoming launches. Mm. They're always sharing anything that's peach colored. They're like, this is GoTo or like yeah. they share their like call that they got from GoTo. So they've really built that loyal following. Right? Yeah, exactly. Um, so, you know, even if GoTo isn't at all related to your industry, it, I don't really think that matters as much as, you know, seeing that GoTo knows the formula for creating a strong brand and we just have to look at their moves and find the equivalent ones in our own space. Hmm. Okay, so we've talked about a bit there. Uh, maybe let's let's share some of the branding takeaways for everyone listening. Um, so I'll kick it off with takeaway number one. So that would be if you're not making business decisions with your brand in mind, you're not building a brand. Yes. And what I mean by that is looking at uh, GoTo, everything – they're doing aligns with their big idea and mission. Mm-hmm. Uh, Everything is about, you know, simplification and making things easy and fun for the customers to, it's a fun process, you know, looking after your skin. Yeah. Um, so I suppose the second way is, um, second way, second takeaway um, is to give your brand some personality and a distinctive voice. You know, what are your isms? What do you always say? Um you know, what phrases do you use or not use? You know, go-to uses words like cute and wonderfully and delightfully um, while also throwing in a holy shit just for good measure. Their voice is definitely, it's relatable, it's friendly, um, and it's not intimidating, which is a big differentiator for them. Yeah, good one, good one. I think uh, another talking point that popped up along the way is that branding is not about choosing random words or ideas to represent your business it really needs to be authentic to who you are as a person or team. Oh, it's, you know, going to be inauthentic or disingenuous, right? It's going to come across that way. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And I guess the final point is that, you know, GoTo have built a community around their brand, you know, and this goes beyond their products and supports their big idea of making skincare simple and fun. And, you know, what better way to, to, you know, be simple and fun than to share your wins and problems with a community of like-minded people. Hmm. So uh, for GoTo, it's really a way to stay connected to their audience. Like, you know, this group is a goldmine for customer research, um, you know, and understanding what people like and don't like and have issues with. Um, you know, they really are under- able to understand their audience intimately through this group. But for their customers, it's really all about community and about belonging. Yeah, it definitely sounds like a great Facebook community. Um, 
So I might need to head there straight after this, but... <laughs> You'll be buying a lot more skincare products. <laughs> <laughs> I need some moisturiser. <laughs> Put on the shopping list. Um, and on that, moment, on that note, guys, that's a wrap for this week. Um, and before we go, if you have a brand in mind that you love and think that we should feature in our Brands We Love segment, please send them our way because, look, we love chatting about good branding, really. It's as simple as that. Yes, exactly. And if you know someone who would benefit from listening to this episode, um, maybe rebranding or establishing a new brand, uh, be a solid friend and share it with them as well. As always, thanks for choosing to lend your ears with us, guys, every week. And we'll see you next time. 